If you enjoyed podcasts like this, you should check out our other shows on Health Podcast Network. For example, Women Physicians Lead, hosted by Dr. Lisa Herbert, helps women physicians move from surviving to thriving in their personal and professional lives. Dr. Lisa shares leadership tips, burnout support, stress management strategies, and inspiration from women physicians who've made remarkable transitions into leadership roles. There's a fantastic episode that you should check out called Taking Care of Yourself During the Journey about how women physicians can care for themselves while on their leadership journeys. Check out Women Physicians Lead on your favorite podcast platform or visit healthpodcastnetwork.com. I'm Tara Bradner, and this is Hopeful Hints, an infertility podcast where you will receive quick, hopeful hints to guide you through infertility. Here, you will find education, inspiration, and most importantly, find peace as you walk through this journey to fulfill your family vision. Welcome to Hopeful Hints. I'm your host, Tara Bradner, and this week we are going to focus on all things progesterone levels. I want to begin by letting you know I've included in today's show notes a link to my freebie section. In this section, you can find so many different downloads ranging from my top 10 questions to be asking your reproductive doctor to links to save you money on your infertility medications. I've made a whole sheet. I'm pretty sure I found all of them or most of them anyways, and I've even included the links for those. And I've also included things like recipes, supplements, you name it. There's a new freebie coming every month. So make sure to check today's show notes and get yourself some free infertility education. Before we get started, I also want to include a disclaimer. So today's information is strictly for educational purposes. Always consult with your healthcare provider on any questions about your health, especially when it comes to progesterone levels. Let's begin by looking at what exactly progesterone is. So progesterone is a key hormone, as you probably know already, but let's break it down even further. And it starts to increase after ovulation. And what that does is by increasing We are stimulating the lining of your uterus to mature and get thick and get the perfect lining so your embryo and your baby can stick an implant. So how does it know, how does the body know it's time to release this hormone? So when you ovulate, the corpus luteum, which is in the ovary, breaks open and an egg is released. And when that egg is released the remaining part of the follicle is called the corpus luteum. And that signals progesterone to increase. So the rise or high level of progesterone confirms that ovulation has taken place. If the egg or ovum is not fertilized within 12 to 24 hours after ovulating, we know in about 12 to 14 days, we know that progesterone and estrogen levels drop. The endometrium or the lining of the uterus is no longer supported by progesterone and that in turn sloughs during our cycle. So that is a super high level overview. I hope I broke that down so you can at least begin to understand the life cycle of progesterone. 
So that is a super high level overview. I hope I broke that down so you can at least begin to understand the life cycle of progesterone. I often get asked, what is an ideal progesterone level? So disclaimer, this can vary from provider to provider, but as a nurse practitioner who still practices, I go off of what the OBGYN, who I collaborate with, goes off of, as well as the four plus reproductive endocrinologist that I collaborate with, and our number is 10. If you are lower than 10, we typically will start adding progesterone supplementation in. So just always go with what your medical provider states, but if something doesn't feel right or you're questioning if you should have it, simply ask, be a patient advocate, and know it's okay for you to inquire if your levels are on the lower end. Let's take a look at a few signs that may indicate that you have low progesterone levels. So this may look like things such as insomnia, sleep disturbance, low libido, and if some anxiety, irritability, or mood changes, you have brain fog or can't think as clear as you once did, headaches, weight gain, irregular menstrual cycles, or if you have cycles especially that are shorter than normal, and if you have spotting mid-cycle. Another question I get asked, is there anything I can do to improve my progesterone levels? Once again, disclaimer, I know that every medical profession is going to agree with these things. However, is it really going to hurt you? No. Here we go. Add certain foods to your diets. This is thought to support progesterone levels. Things might include beans, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, cabbage, cauliflower, kale, nuts, pumpkin, spinach, really any leafy greens, healthy fats. These are all general healthy for you, for you in general, but especially your fertility. Some vitamins are things like B6, zinc. Those are both known to help keep your hormones balanced. Other supplements that help support progesterone typically include magnesium and vitamin C. One study actually showed when magnesium levels increased, estrogen decreased. And we know that estrogen and progesterone work in opposition. So if estrogen decreases, our progesterone is going to go up. It's also assumed that people with endometriosis, which is my main diagnosis that I'm super passionate about, have higher levels of estrogen, which would make sense why I probably had lower progesterone levels often. The goal overall to our everyday health, our fertility is hormone balancing. And these are all things that positively contribute to that. Other things to consider is your overall nutrition, your rest, making sure you're getting eight hours of sleep a night, keeping your stress levels low. When I say that, I mean your cortisol levels low. So you really wanna make sure that we're not running on these high levels of cortisol every day. And things that help keep cortisol levels low are everything we just talked about in addition to things that you can do as a whole to stay healthy once again are going to positively impact your reproductive health. So what are some things that impair or could cause your progesterone levels to be abnormal? We really want to make sure your thyroid's working. So speaking with your healthcare provider, if you notice any of these symptoms that we just talked about, having your thyroid checked, having yourself evaluated for PCOS, making sure you do not have elevated prolactin levels or estrogen levels. Once again, cortisol levels can offset your progesterone levels as well. So something else I wanted to include because I've been looking into it myself, uh, personally for my health, is a new method that's thought to possibly even help with progesterone levels, but this is called seed cycling. 
So the idea behind seed cycling is that certain seeds contain phytoestrogens, minerals, vitamins, and healthy fats. These are all things that have been shown to balance and support our hormone levels. So the thought process is that by consuming certain seeds at a specific time in your cycle, you can help regulate and improve the hormones that are necessary during that part of your cycle. So the thought is you could use seeds during a certain time in your cycle. And I've included a link to one that I follow called Moon Seeds. I linked them in today's show notes. Go check out Moon Seeds. Look into it. It's something I am looking into. I work with a naturopath uh, that does do this for patients as well. So if you're working with a naturopath, it's something you could talk to them about. So just to recap, if you're concerned about your progesterone levels, please work with your healthcare provider. Make sure they've been checked in your cycle to make sure that you have adequate levels of progesterone, especially if you have experienced miscarriages. I cannot express enough to advocate for yourself if you've had two or more miscarriages that your progesterone levels are checked. I have caught this so many times along with thyroid levels, alone or with conjunction progesterone levels, and simply fixing that can lead to a successful pregnancy. You are your own best advocate. Never be scared to ask your healthcare provider questions or inquire about certain testing. This is something you should feel very comfortable doing. And if not, send them a message and advocate for your health. As always, I offer free discovery calls for 20 minutes. Let's look at where you've been with your overall reproductive health care and see how we could work together moving forward to ensure you are on the right path to building your family. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Hopeful Hints, where you can find short, quick, hopeful hints every Tuesday. Have a great week.